On today's episode, we're talking Solos, the show I just watched on Amazon Prime. Created by David Wheel, best known for his work on Hunters with Jordan Peele, it should come as no surprise he likes sci-fi. With an A-list cast and Amazon Prime budget, expectations are high. You watched episode one, Leia. Let's find out what you thought. What's funny? What? I started off this episode writing down they cast an Anne Hathaway lookalike. <laughs> I did not realize it was actually Anne Hathaway until 27 minutes had gone by from the 30-minute episode where I decided to hit the little x-ray button on <laughs> Amazon Prime's like wiki yeah. that they do, and I saw it was her, and I felt dumb. <laughs> well, no, they have a ton of people in this show. They have Dan Stevens, Morgan Freeman, Helen Mirren, and not just only people in front of the camera, but behind the camera as well. Like, do you know who directed this episode? Yeah, it said Zach Braff at well, the end. Yeah, and that's Zach Braff, obviously. But, from... but this is called Solos, so does that mean that every episode is only going to have one person in it? Yeah, one... Does it also mean that it was filmed during COVID? Yes, it does. Okay. So it, it's only going to have one or two people in it. It's only going to usually be in one place, and this was filmed during the peak of COVID. Zach Braff brought up a ton how they had to shoot this pilot with only three days work. Mm. Um, the production designer tried to make it as best as they could, and they had to shoot at least six feet away, which was Amazon Prime made them do because they didn't want anything to possibly happen. It was solid, especially solid. for for Prime, because I've seen some some nasty like backfires with them. Um, I, I even think I liked it more than Hunters, at least the pilot. There was time travel which I am partial towards. However, there were a lot of plot holes within the time travel story, but there was a good twist in it, and I would recommend it. If you haven't seen the episode, watch it before you listen to the rest of this review. It starts with a quote that goes, if you travel to the future, can you escape your past? So that had me thinking right at the start, and then we're introduced to Leia, Leia Solovara, um, and she is a tech genius girl who is working on her MacBook Pro in a basement with a bunch of other computers, and. You can kind of tell what they're trying to get through. It's it's like a frequency vibe. Remember the movie yeah, where right. she's like, or where he's talking to like his, his dad father. in the past. Yeah, she's trying to connect with her future self using this like look Amazon Echo type right. thing. Yeah, and uh, and she's had ten thousand six hundred twenty failures, and we can tell it's in the future because she's got like an updated phone, and there are just subtle like remarks that she makes, like oh the Verizon commercial about the guy who's like, can you hear me now? It was twenty years ago, and. It hasn't been 20 years yet. So I was guessing it was around 2030 that this came out or that she was supposed to be. But we find out later on in the episode that the main her is in 2024. Yeah, that's what I would have guessed, 2024, because those commercials were around 2004. Okay, all right. Well, you're smarter than me then. Um, So let me see. Should I start with the stuff that I liked or the stuff that I didn't like? Uh, Start with the stuff that you liked. Okay, so the twist. Well, (laughs) let's let's get to the end here. No, um... It starts off okay. She's trying to get in contact. She realizes that she's been making a mistake this whole time. Um, and then she fixes it. And suddenly she's talking to herself mm-hmm. through kind of a Zoom looking filter that okay, she's got so going. It's, so it's kind of like Skype, but it's her older self. So she's playing multiple roles. She's the only person in this episode that's acting, right? Yeah, she starts talking to herself in the what she thinks is the future. And they're discussing how great it is that she's cracked time travel and um, (laughs) 
they kind of just go on to this gossip thing that they do together, kind like of going when, into a rant. Like about the science behind it or about The science I mean? behind it, uh, shows they like, stuff like that. Um, it takes her a while to realize that she's actually talking to herself from the past, 2019 her. Wait, she's talking to herself from the past when she thought she was talking to herself from the future. Wouldn't she remember that from the past? Look, we're not going to get into the science here because the best that they have is talking about the butterfly effect and how they can't really go into the past too much because they don't want to destroy themselves. It's it's very simple. They also have things in the future in apparently 2024 called like 23 and Me, where you it's a dating app. So it's like that love show that we watched where they match right. each other. Yeah. And the and the sister calls her and says something along the lines of like, um, I I found my perfect match. Like, wait. So it's but called... the problem to me with that is the same problem that I had in the love show, which is you're dating your twin then. Because if you have a chromosomal match with someone, you're basically dating someone yeah, who is exactly yeah. like you. That's not how dating should work. It's... It doesn't make any sense, but yet shows continually do it. And so again, the science in this show not the best. But let's get back to the well, plot. Well, before you do, you said twenty three and me. Like that's literally that was the joke. Like okay, the, okay, yeah, yeah, that's All the right. joke. Yeah. <laughs> so Lay's talking to herself, and as soon as she finds out that she's talking to twenty nineteen her, she gets really, really like uh, condescending. She's really upset, and twenty nineteen wow, her. Why is she upset? Well, the whole point of this time travel thing is uh, because she's trying to show up her professor. And so she really wants to just be impressive and be like, I can do it. So it was like a science project. Uh, no, she's like just trying to crack time travel okay. in her basement. But later on, by 2024, her mom is sick with ALS. Okay. And so now she's trying to go into the future um, for a different reason. So 2019, her doesn't know about that. Okay, yeah. And so 2019 is like, her is like, this is great. We contacted for time travel. But 2024, her is like, no, no, no. I want to talk to someone older than me. I don't want to talk to someone younger than me. So it was five years younger than her. Yes. Okay. So she goes in the opposite direction. And it works again. But this time she has 2019, her on a Zoom phone call and her in, in the basement. And then she connects with someone who gets on there. And she's like, oh, this is the future her, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. No, that's 2019 her. The person she connects Wait. with is 2019 her. Okay, does that make sense? Wait, so hold on. There's there's three people on this call at this point, right? Yes, three there's people on the call. 2019 her. Who's on the Zoom call. Yes, there's 2024 her. Who's in the basement. And then there's another 2019 her. So and as one soon of as that three? happens, as soon as that happens, she's like, what the hell? I went the opposite direction. And then she turns back to the original Zoom phone call and that person does this like evil smirk and then she takes <laughs> off her like jacket that she was wearing and she's like it was i was the future me the whole time but i didn't want you to know that i wanted like, to why? stop you <laughs> why, why? it was actually a pretty good twist when you're watching it sounds as hokey as heck right yeah. now but but it, i even wrote down cool twist she was lying um because i didn't expect it and up until that point it had been fairly like just like okay are we just gonna banter for this time travel like what's the point right yeah what, so was the majority of this thing was just like monologues and them talking, the whole thing right? is dialogue yeah it, it's all takes place in one room and it's dialogue and that's why i think the budget was basically used for some of the special effects some of the lights and stuff mm -hmm. but then we get to the meat of the story and we find out that the reason that 2029 her was lying to 2024 her and they're both very condescending towards 2019 her, which is still, which is kind of still condescending. Well, this is the first time that where she's actually, because before she was being 
condescending towards fake 2019 her. right now they're right. actually being condescending towards the other 29 because 2019 her doesn't know anything she's just that's like her first day right, setting up I, shop. I find it weird how 2024 her would think that she's speaking in 2019 her be condescending then figure out that wasn't 2019 her and then when the actual 2019 person comes in still be condescending well because she's more them. interested now in why the future her was lying yeah and that's when future her kind of plays like therapist and starts questioning her like why are you actually trying to get to the future tell me the truth tell her the truth tell 2019 the truth um, and the truth is that she wasn't really, her mom has ALS and she had been telling herself that the reason that she was going to the future was so that she could find a cure to come back and save her mom. Right. But she was only trying to get like five years into the future. And so the real reason why she was only trying to get to 2029, I guess, is because she wanted to leave her mom. She didn't want to deal with no, the, didn't want to deal with the like, pain yeah. okay. because it's like every day is like a year to her. Yeah. And the thing is that the 2029 her had, I guess, successfully done that sort of, but then she regrets it like crazy. Like she's friends with Mark Ruffalo because they made a joke about that several times. Uh, well, she's Future's Time. <laughs> oh, were they? Yeah, they were in the Dark Waters movie. Oh, okay. Maybe maybe this is actually no, Anne Hathaway in this story. <laughs> no, because Anne Hathaway was making a joke about 13 going on 30 about being the only female oh, movie right. that had time travel in it, which the other her starts arguing with and saying like, no, there's the Doctor Who lady and stuff. But anyways, Future Time's Person of the Year, of Century, um like she's won all these accolades in the future she's in 2020 and the reason why she looks like she's from 2019 is because apparently they have really good like um like futuristic drugs and stuff yeah, that, help, that help her look younger but they gave out the century award to someone who lives because in she discovered time travel i mean yeah but like still if you discover time travel within the first 30 years i feel like what's to come is probably Anyways, better <laughs> my problem here is i have a few questions first of all why would 2024 her go to 2029 to stay and like what would happen to the 2029 her there like what what was right. the whole plan there yeah also why couldn't she just go farther into the future and then get the als cure and then go back in time anyways so it, it, basically 2029 her says stay put don't move enjoy the time with your mom and then become famous later on or something like that mm -hmm. but then 2024 her doesn't really want to do that she's she's like this uh, is, no. well i actually side with 2024 her because 2029 her seems a little um evil, she, evil. yeah when she's yeah it so out. at the last second she turns to 2019 her and says here's the code on how to do everything you go you save mom you save everybody mm -hmm. and then the 2029 her starts screaming in the back being like no that's going to destroy both of us because the 2024 her and the 2029 her won't exist then is this it's like the a, butterfly effect when 2024 oh. does that is this one like the music Music starts ramping up and, and i don't think there was actually music there i think it was more just like we had this washing machine going the entire time and it got kind of loud but besides that that's that's about it like <laughs> it, it, she starts the washing machine at the beginning of the story and then by the end the washing machine is and, like finished and, yeah yeah okay so we watched 2019 her zap to the past or zap to the future i guess yeah and then it, she says to 2029 her is mad and she's like why would you do that that's gonna hurt both right, of us yeah. and then she's like well you also have time travel um you can try to stop her but she's younger and then <laughs> and then instead of trying to stop her you watch as in the zoom call as 2029 her basically just kind of cries for the rest of the time and then um I think that 2024 her has like a phone call with her mom, like saying goodbye. Right. And then 
we kind of watch as I think there is music at the very end as like she kind of Thanos is out. Everybody Thanos is out. The oh, 2029 okay. her. Fade away. She does. The the whole basement fades away. And it kind of like leads to its own conclusive storyline. Mm-hmm. You got your whole dark circle going right. going on there. And and overall, I thought it was pretty good because, uh, hey, um, it was 30 minutes and they pulled off a heck of a lot of a did to it explain. Feel, did it feel rushed though because as i say before this only took three days to shoot or they only had it really didn't no especially for other series on amazon prime where sometimes you're just like did they film this with a potato like this right. is terrible yeah i i have here how similar is this show to love death and robots because when i was just doing research for it it seemed like there's going to be this is seven part series and it has famous people in basically every single part but it seems like it's all going to be formed around one central idea whether it be the human connection or um, one person one environment is a huge thing for this show as well as just you know time travel space exploration or yeah coding. i'll definitely watch the other six episodes or five episodes or yeah no Anne hathaway isn't the only person to play multiple parts in these episodes anthony mackie i believe plays double okay. in one of his so it's definitely well we're talking of, only about this one yeah, i don't want to give too many spoilers away about the other yeah ones. I, I won't say anything else but it's focusing just on the human connection and anthony like mackie likes to show up in everything yeah He's been no. in Black Mirror. He shows up and he's obviously in Marvel, but he like just pops up every. He was in the second season of uh, that one weird show, the Altered Carbon one. Yeah, but yeah, that guy is a busy dude. Um, the parts that I didn't like about the show, besides the time travel not making too much yeah, the sense, balls, yeah. And also the fact that when she does time travel, she first Zoom calls with herself, and that would require her to like be in the basement constantly. Like, what would fu- if Future Her really didn't want to be have her contacting her? Why would she even be in the room? Like, yeah. why? No, why would why she, didn't why have she that phone call? call? Yeah. yeah. They do make jokes about Game of Thrones ending because 2019, her didn't realize <laughs> it ended so poorly. Yeah. Um, and then 2024, her says the sequels are bad too. So, or the, the prequels. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, um, so it has a sense of humor about oh, it. Oh, absolutely. So. But yeah. sometimes it gets a little too goofy, and Anne Hathaway can be a little bit too frantic. At the beginning, before the first twist comes off, that was the real fault that I was finding. I was like, I am not enjoying this as much because she's she's supposed to be the super genius, and yet she's so obsessed with pop culture, and she's just talking to herself about stuff that I don't really care that much right, about. Right, yeah, I feel like you would talk more about just kind of the science and, and the or more, more... Or more like meaty plot, like there would have been something really interesting going right. on, but instead you're just gossiping with yourself, and it, it just felt a little self uh i don't know narcissistic a little bit yeah um what else is there to say well what do you know about the show so So, how was it reviewed with stuff like that okay this this episode yeah this episode um it's kind of been in the middle in terms of imdb scores it's not very popular it only has like 57 reviews as a 7.8 however the show itself has been received poorly (laughs) um it has a 38 percent on rotten tomatoes a 5.7 on imdb uh this isn't the this is there's higher rated episodes to come and a lot of people do give praise to the finale because even though there's an anthology story going on the finale kind of brings it a little bit more together and you understand the themes of it all no, I don't, think, I don't think anyone uh, comes back. She doesn't but. technically die because 2019 her does save the day. How old is Anne Hathaway in real life? I think she's like in her late 30s. Okay, because she's playing, it's funny, she's playing three different ages here, but she's play, at the youngest she's playing is 29, 
But yeah, so. so this didn't just feel like it was trying to cash in on its star because I was surprised by the list, by the name of actors they were able to get and the fact that they shot this in California during summer of 2020, which again, peak pandemic season. So that, that, that I found pretty interesting. Uh, but David uh, Wheel- The other cool thing about the ALS diagnosis about her mom, because they tried to make it, I think, have a little bit to do with the torture that she's feeling- the torture that everybody's feeling right, in yeah, this year um, with COVID. Yeah. But like the slow progression of the disease could be attributed to many other ones, like from anything from ALS to Alzheimer's. To, to, you, you watch people go slowly in a lot of different diseases, and that's, I think, what, what they were trying to represent here. Yeah, and it's supposed to be about these heartbreaking moments in uh, all these characters' lives, but it's also supposed to be mixed in, because um, David Wheel also called this hilarious. Like, he tried to make the show very funny, which is why I'm not surprised that you saw a lot of comedy. And in yeah, Zach Graff directing it, he's a comedian, but he's also done things like Garden State, so he, I guess, would make a good... <laughs> yeah, and, and he was really surprised that they came to him with the script, it seems like. Um, and not Turk? Well, no, they actually have uh, they have David Wheel uh, direct some episodes. Sam Taylor Johnson, who's married to Aaron uh, Taylor Johnson, Kickass, and she also directed Fifty Shades of Grey. So, as stated before, people have experience in this show. I'm not surprised that uh, you liked it that much. It can be seen in any order. That's one thing that I did find interesting. Um, and David Wheel even except kind of promoted that. Except for the last that. episode. Except, except for the last episode. That's exactly what he said. So it's sort of like Black Museum and Black Mirror, where they referenced other. Uh, episodes in that one but every other episode is kind of its own like consolidated thing right uh there were two things one good and one bad about this episode that i also want to point out one is they showed futuristic technology for our phones and again they showed them as see-through phones which i've seen done before in extant mm -hmm. and i think other places they just for some reason think that we're going to really like see-through <laughs> phones just I transparent like um yeah yeah glass phones um in the future and i'm not sure by 2024 if we're actually gonna have that available that's another reason why i was guessing it was around 2030 originally when i was watching the the first part uh and then the other thing was she mentioned the greenhouse effect in passing and uh she didn't i don't think she mentioned it in the right way like it was it was there for a plot device to how she figured out how time travel worked also she figured out how time travel worked differently in 2024 than apparently the 20 uh, uh, 29 so version there was of multiple her. ways to figure out about time travel either that or she was dealing with other universes of herself because otherwise why wouldn't she have remembered the conversations that she was having then mm -hmm. like it just it, yeah no yeah that's that's that was my question because again you'd if, really have to break down the science here and i don't think off just the quick view that they actually did that i think it just doesn't work <laughs> exactly but that's fine yeah I mean, pass. the pilot was commended for the environment and Anne hathaway's acting but uh the washing machine was pretty cool but ign gave criticism <laughs> criticism for the show countering its weighty themes and it seems like it's weighty it, themes that's that's what they said we just did the Connors where like they had engagements and they had deaths and they also well was there yeah there was a death in that season I'm pretty sure Molly died and then there was also a someone who like um went back to rehab or something right boy so like in this what do you, what's the worst thing that they're dealing with someone has ALS and she discovers time travel that's that's not that weighty I mean that, that's why IGN that idea I disagree um, but yeah David Wheel described the show as a time capsule especially for what we're going through now of the moment that we're living that's in that's true you'll probably be able to date it as soon as 2024 uh, yeah, passes and we don't have see-through phones yeah I think I think you're going to be able to also <laughs> or when the prequels that. are good for Game of Thrones <laughs> with, yeah, with, with any show really made around this time um, but the, you know what's funny we'll probably do the game of thrones prequels probably at some point but the pros for the overall show has just been that 
each episode has an interesting premise. I just think that... Or uh, twist, I hope. Yeah, and at the end, it was it had an incredibly high audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Like I 91%. literally felt that, like, the kind of goosebumps that you get when you have a cool twist happen, <laughs> when I realized, oh, this isn't just Anne Hathaway going through the motions. Right. Like, there was actually going to be a cool little, like... Well, in the, when does that trick twist... in this? When, the, when, when does that twist happen in the episode? way through the episode. I think that the show was only around 21 to 30 minutes long right i was surprised to see that because it usually this was is 30 minutes it was 30 minutes yeah i think that the shortest one is 21 minutes um but so it is like uh love death that, and yeah Robots that's yeah that way yeah. where there, there are some shorter episodes however if this episode had been any shorter it would have run the risk of feeling like they rushed it right and it, it like it did feel like an hour's worth of content in 30 minutes <laughs> yeah and this is supposed to be a limited series um it just came out today so there's no word on season two I think that David Wheel is really good. Really tried to crack down and make these seven episodes something special, and he seemed very thankful that he was able to do so. Mostly because it was connected to himself, he took inspiration from um, memories of his family members sharing emotive tales with him, and decided to base it off of that. His family members would like time travel. My, no, his family members would like would tell him stories though, and that's what he took to make this show. So overall, if you had to rate this episode, what would you give it? An eight. An eight? Yeah. Okay, that's, that's pretty high. Yeah, that, that's not even as high as the uh, IMDb score, but yeah. Okay, well, if that's all you got, then yeah. thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Hope you enjoyed our review or my take and your research. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Bye.